Well, he's also like, uh, the fuck? Like, yeah, I did hard drugs one time. The rest of I was just dealing. And you look through my phone. That's fucked up. <laughs> like, we're not, to, we're not good. This guy is tight. <laughs> this is all tight, by the this way. This whole thing is tight. This is really tight. All He's right. like, hey, can you pick me up uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade Tall Boy when you get home from, from 7-Eleven tonight? <laughs> like, this guy is sick. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Salutations from the Iceman. Uh, you're not the Iceman. That's what I would like to be addressed. You know what I hope is that this episode is so spread out from any other episodes where you mention the Iceman and that people are like, what People know, Nikki. People happened? are out. People are down for it. People are here for the okay. vibe, and they're here for the ice man. They're here for the vibe, and I don't think they're here for the ice man. I think they I'm are. I'm just gonna have to agree to disagree. I on think that. they are. Uh, we are answering more questions that you have submitted to us. I am so thankful for your lovely questions, and if you have a question, you could always submit it to podcast at nikki dot limo. But, um, but don't forget to keep them cool, everybody. All right, I'm waiting for this shtick to die. Uh, first question, ice man. Avoiding pregnancy tips. Nikki, a couple years ago, you mentioned in a vlog that you were using an app called Natural Cycles to track fertility. I was wondering if you could do an update on that. From the looks of it, it's working, LOL. But are you still using the same app? Did you move on to other forms of tracking? I prefer the natural way of tracking, but I don't know anyone personally that is doing it. Your input would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, I know Alex. Ni- I know when Nikki's awake, when I hear a beep from a thermometer next to me. Yeah. Because she takes her temperature every morning for this app. I appreciate this question being so concise, too. Thank you as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, I am still using Natural Cycles, not sponsored. Uh, and the beep that Steve is referring to is when you're tracking ovulation, not only are you tracking when your menstrual cycle is, but um, also you're taking your temperature every day is the best way to track it. And it's a certain type of thermometer. I forget what it's called. It's like in the top, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, yep. A temperature thermometer? It basically has two digits after the decimal point rather than one. You know, like, so when you're measuring your your temperature when you're sick, there's only one decimal number. But when you're measuring it, a basal thermometer, that's what it's called. And it's more accurate because your body changes temperature in little degrees um, based on what your ovulation cycle is. So it can predict your ovulation much more accurately than if you're not taking your temperature. I see. So there's that. Um, Also, the more regularly you take your temperature, so if you take it every day, rather than like forgetting all the time, um, the more accurate it can be with the ovulation. And that just means you get more raw dick days. That means um, when- What's today? So today is a red day, which means we would have to use a condom because- I would be ovulating within the next. But why do you want to keep, so. have a condom be, be between us? I don't. However, uh, we never use condoms before using this app because I was on on the pill before. But using a condom makes me feel like we're like strangers fucking for the first time hooking I up. See, yeah, I see. Yeah, it's kind of fun. That's, that's kind of hot. Kind of yeah, funsies. Um, so I'm allergic to latex. You're not. Yeah. You're the ice man. Yeah. So what was I saying? Oh yeah, so yeah, it's been very accurate for me at least. It's worked. Um, I know people that get pregnant even on the pill. So maybe if you're insanely fertile and your uh, spouse is very, very vera, yeah, I was looking for that word. Um, then maybe it won't work as well for you. But for me, that um, word comes easily. It worked to me. pretty, pretty well. Comes pretty quick. Too. I don't know why right. I'm not pregnant. So. <laughs> Can we cut that, Mark? Yeah. Thank you. Because that was no. a good burn on against me, Mark. Thank no. You. All right. Yeah. So, uh, 
Okay, hang on. I'm Wait. resetting because we just cut that. Okay. So yeah, I would recommend Natural Cycles. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sponsored. I know. It just sounded like it. I know it, it did. They got some flack in the press for some people getting pregnant, but then they those people admitted that they used the app incorrectly. So right. you have to take it like very specifically. That makes sense. That's like, like people who mess up with the pill too. I think. Yeah, you can't take it. You can't take your temperature if you got less than four hours of sleep. You can't take your temperature if you've already been awake and like walking around doing stuff. You can't take your temperature if it's not like right when you first wake up. Mm. You can't take your temperature if you drank too much the night before. Like there's certain rules you wow. have to follow. Like the, the temperature won't be accurate. You should still take the temperature, but you have to mark in there like drink too much or sounds like easy whatever so it's it, well, i mean it's That's like how you know it's not sponsored because i'm like damn bro yeah it's not like uh it's better than what how i felt when i was on hormones but it's not like like there's you still have to put work into that like yeah. you still have to remember to do things and nikki knows when i'm awake because she hears me go ah! yeah <coughs> yeah <coughs> just clearing his throat out constantly so she knows i'm like I'm you're awake. not smooth that you're like scrolling on your phone just because you're not moving he's like hey. mm -hmm. <clears throat> anyway so that's a little bit of insight for you i'm glad you got to grill yourself cool so yeah it's been working hopefully that works for you there's other apps that also do the same um i also take uh those lh tests um when it tells me to it tells you when to take an lh test and L an lh test measures something in your urine that tells the app whether you're going to ovulate within the next 48 hours there's like a certain chemical or something mm. that's in your in your pee so you get to collect your own pee and you get to take a piss test when it tells you to how fun yeah it's really great anyway next question help with trust and transparency this isn't long i promise thank you yes thank you hi nikki and steve i'm a longtime listener follower and viewer of all your content first Heart time email emoji. i'll try to keep this concise i would really appreciate your insight prayer emoji my bf and i are 22 and both dabbled with drugs throughout our two-year relationship together since my bf lives independently and drugs have been more accessible through his new friends i voiced my concerns to which we agreed he would wouldn't do any hard drugs besides smoke weed without me oh Wait, he wouldn't do any hard drugs without you. Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what they agree on. That's a tight agreement. All right, tight. Recently, I had a gut feeling that he has, so I went through his phone for the first time, and he saw, or, and I saw that he has been doing drugs with those friends for months now. He's been doing eight-ball heroin? When I confronted him, he threw it back at me, breaking his trust for going through his phone. He accused me of always jumping to conclusions, and the messages were just him supplying for his friends, but he did not partake each time. Uh, in parentheses, only admitted he did once, and he's sorry. <laughs> Objectively, if the messages are just completed drug transactions, I'd never know if he actually consumed it. But just know, but ju you just know, you know. I want to break up because it felt like a line had been crossed. Then he said I was putting his betrayal above my betrayal going through his phone, and that was selfish. As in, why am I focused on his drug use and not sorry for my actions? He accused me of sabotaging the relationship and I was looking for trouble. I'm just so confused. He's very convincing, and I think this is gaslighting. I no longer have the confidence in my defense, and I feel like I should be working for his forgiveness. Was the agreement too unrealistic? Should I have expected this? If I'd never read the messages, would we still be okay? So was I looking for trouble? Somehow I think his actions are more severe, and yet I messed up this relationship. Am I fucked? Please help. I'm so confused. Love from Anon. So um, he's like, baby, 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 baby. I'm just dealing. Well, he's also like, uh the fuck like yeah i did hard drugs one time the rest of i was just dealing and you look through my phone that's fucked up <laughs> like we're not to, we're not good this guy's tight 
This is all tight, by the this way. This whole thing is tight. This is really tight. All He's right. like, hey, can you pick me up uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade Tall Boy when you get home from, from 7-Eleven tonight? <laughs> like, this guy is sick. No, like, so there were, this fight is, yo, we love drugs. Drugs is our thing. We're we doing, do it together. We're, we're shooting it up together. Yep. Oh, shit. You did drugs without me? Let's agree not to do that. Right. We're only going to do drugs together because that's our fucking thing. Yep. That's our thing, bro. And it's then, like he continued their show while without without it's the, it's her. It's their way of cheating. Like yep. I, yeah. If something is your thing, and then they're doing it without you, it's a form of betrayal. If for I sure. would, if I walked in on Nikki watching Ozark season three. Oh shit! Are you kidding me, dude? Yeah, that is the deepest that's, cut. The that's me. Ooh, when we were going through a bad year, like our first year, you know how we were like fighting all the time, yes. and we tell you guys about that. Um, one of the things I did, like after we got in a huge fight. I was so pissed at Steve. I watched the next episode of Dexter without him, and I made sure that he could hear it. I made sure that he could hear me watching it so in my up. office because I was so pissed at him. So fucked. <laughs> no. Do you remember what you were pissed at me for? No, I don't remember. I took that arrow out. Got probably it. got it. That's an actual arrow removal, by the way. Yeah, but I do remember, remember what happened. I can't remember at all what the fight was. There at you all. go. Wow, go figure. But it's I almost remember. like the arrow thing works. Yeah, hmm. almost as if. Hmm. Maybe some people should try it. So, yeah, um, dude, you are, even though this whole, I'm not going to give you my stance on whether I think hard drugs are good or not because I don't do drugs. But um, if we're just basing off of, like, this is your reality, you know, yes. you guys, this is Let's what's normal for, for you. It's a scenario. Cool. You guys do this together. This is an activity you enjoy together. He's doing it with other people. That makes you uncomfortable. You guys agreed not to do it with other people. Yep. And then you had a feeling that he was doing it with other people. You snooped through his phone bad on you but because you kind of knew something and i get where you're coming from i've definitely done that before never snooped through steve's phone because i never had that feeling you would be very but boring. anytime i had that feeling in other relationships i did find what i was looking for and it was just like i needed that closure of that proof that i wasn't crazy and um yeah they made me feel crazy because i snooped through their phone and obviously that's something they can use against you because it's like well you don't trust them enough yeah. to blah 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 but then there's it's a reason you did. There's a reason you didn't trust them enough. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with you. You, the your thing is more severe for sure. How big is trust to you, and it, how big is the context of this trust to you? That's really what you have to ask. Yeah. Because this kind of trust, like, hey, this was our thing, and you did it, is not the same as like you're cheating on me. It's like it's just sort of like a but lie. But to them, it was. No, I know, but I'm just yeah. saying. So ask yourself, like, the yeah. context of this well, lie. To me, is if he's it willing, devastation? If he's willing to gaslight over this. You know, then like what else if she found like, I don't know. For I me, see. trust is the most important thing. I would. I wish that I knew what type of drug so that I could say it out loud in sentences while I while I talk too. about this. Because I also love funny. how little Steve knows about drugs that he yes. constantly mixes references. Like, I'd be like, we'll be talking about cocaine or something. And he'll be like, you start seeing devils and stuff. It's like. Cocaine's not a hallucinogen. Do you I know, know this? I know about you cocaine, know actually. <laughs> Cocaine's the one I do know. No, well, okay. The but, rest of them I don't. But you said that about ecstasy before. Sure. Where you were like, oh, you guys are tripping on ecstasy, and you were like, seeing hallucinations seeing to other- and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you do know it's not a hallucinogen. Well, what does ecstasy do? It makes you feel good all over. You don't see like a bunch of colors you and You just shit? want to touch everybody. Oh. I mean, you could like see colors. I don't know, but like it's not a hallucinogen. If you say so. Sounds boring to me. <laughs> You just feel good, want to touch everything. Yeah, 
you just like vibing. That's why people like to go to raves because they can feel the vibrations of the music, and it makes them like feel all good. You know what feel? You know what feels makes me feel good and makes me want to touch everything is when I am at the mall and I have an orange Julius, and then I go into a clothing store and I just put my hand across all the different uh, t-shirts on the racks. You made fun of me for doing that. Fuck you. <laughs> Next question. Help. I'm lonely with no friends. All right. I feel you. Hey, Nikki and Steve. I want to start off by saying I'm here because of the vibe. Oh, uh, what's yeah. up? I want to say yeah. I want to say that I love you both and that I look up to Steve and admire him for the way he treats you, Nikki, and for the type of man he is, the type I hope to be someday, despite the fact that I thought he was kind of a jerk when I started listening to you guys. That seems to Yo. be very <laughs> popular in our reviews. <laughs> yeah, and well, same, bro. Same. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm an 18-year-old male with no friends. I've fallen off with three of my best friends because of different reasons. One of them got his girlfriend pregnant, so he had to mature quickly and now works, so I never see him. One got back with her boyfriend, so we never get to hang out. And my closest friend joined the Marines, so I won't get to see him until January. And even then, I'll only see him for a couple weeks. I recently started going to a university that's an hour away from home, so I have no friends there. It's been hard for me to make friends because I commute there every day to save money, which is when I find the time to listen to you guys. Most of my high school friends decided to go to a local community college, so I never get to see them. I'm also a hopeless romantic who has no luck with girls. I'm five foot three, which makes me not have any confidence when talking to girls. However, people say I'm funny, don't really see it, and I'm somewhat of a straight A student when I'm not lazy. I've had one relationship with an awesome girl, but things didn't work out. I know there's been some girls, one or two, that have been interested in me, but didn't give myself the chance to get to know them better because I felt they were a step down from my previous girlfriend and preferred to stay friends. Best wishes, John Green. My questions, should I find a job and move out of my parents' house so I could be closer to my school so I have more time to socialize? Or should I try to make friends closer to home? How can I make more friends? Should I just settle for any girl that comes my way or should I keep looking for the one even if it takes an eternity? I know I'm still young, but I feel so lonely and would like the company of someone. P.S. Sorry for the long essay, but I try to summarize my questions down for you guys. Also tell Steve I figure out how to rate the show, so I rate you guys five stars. My Hell man. Yeah. Double P.S. My the name Iceman thanks you. Double P.S. My name isn't John Green. He's just the guy from Crash Course. Thanks for lit for hearing me out. Love you. Love you, too. Okay. First of all, you might be five foot three, but if you go But up your to personality a woman, is six foot two. That's what's up. If you go up to a woman and you're like, hey, what's the matter? You don't like short guys? Huh? You don't like sh what? You don't like short guys? She's going to really think that you're attractive. She's going to be very interested in you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that's what I'm saying. If you make it about you, if that's if that becomes like about your per about yourself, is that you are always thinking about how short you are and how people aren't going to like you because you're short, then you're going to be a short person um, to, to to people. You know what I'm saying? I heard the thing that like people treat you how you feel about yourself. Exactly. You heard that right? So like if you already go into it thinking they're judging you based on your height, then they're going to start thinking that you're insecure and something's wrong with you. Yep. yep. Like they maybe not won't be judging you about their, your height, but they'll be judging you about how insecure you are about something. If you don't like you, why should I like you? Right. But the other thing he says that's <clears throat> interesting is that um, he didn't want to go out with one girl because he felt that she was a step down from his previous girlfriend. So he's got some confidence. Yeah. Which so is you good. have some confidence. That's healthy, right? Yeah. And also, I feel bad for that girl because maybe she's an awesome person. She could be cool. But she's like, oh, if I was just a, a little more this. He and like, for this guy, a step down is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> with you, brother. Fucking with you, man. Um, so how can he, should he make friends closer to home or should he move to the school, closer to the school? Um, hmm. 
I mean, moving. I don't know what what difference it makes. I guess is my question. Uh, the difference is like he, all the people that are at school, right. they hang out around the school, so it's hard for him to hang and socialize when he lives an hour away. Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? And then he's he's staying at home right now. Um, he doesn't have a job, so he's like, should I find a job and move out of my parents' house so I can be closer to my school so that he has time to socialize, or should I try to find friends closer to home? So, um, mm. you know what? What's what do you have time for and energy for? Yeah, and moving because, just for friends is kind of hard. Yeah, too. it really is because if you're moving and you say you have to get a job to move out of your parents' house to be closer to school, well, that's already taking up more time now. So, is it taking up more time? Exactly. Being at home and commuting, or is it going to take more time to work at a and job? Also, living at your living on your own is it is it fifteen hundred dollars worth to hang out with friends closer? And or is it worth the hour drive? When you don't have a job, when you're not working at your job. You know what I'm saying? Remember? Yeah. You you're 18. Okay. You're still learning about yourself. Um, I feel like uh, keep, you know, keep doing that. Um, mm -hmm. Having a job isn't a bad idea. If you did get a job either closer to your, host, uh, your home or uh, closer to the school, either way, you'd meet people through work. So. Yeah. Like, maybe start with getting a job if you feel like you have time for that. If your friends are dope, you'll drive to them. We have pretty dope friends, so we drive to them, and they're an hour and a half Everything's away. Everything's an hour away. And it's like, my in Los God, Angeles. you a-holes yeah. living so, where you live. You have to really like like those people. But um, but you but, but when you really like people, you'll drive to them. Yeah. You know? You take a covered wagon over there. But how does he make friends in the first place? That one's a hard one. That is hard. But it sounds like you got some confidence, so I would... I mean, dude, just... How do you make friends? Get a just go through the steps of life of like um, getting a job and then yeah. do, uh, going to school, like all the stuff that you're like, doing, right? That you're yeah. in the right direction. You're like, should I get a job? Yeah, get a job because one, it's going to teach you time management, responsibility, all those things that jobs do. Um, how to like balance your money, you know, money management, all of that stuff. You're going to need to learn that stuff. So as soon as possible i would do it like if, i'm a huge advocate of getting a job if i went through my phone right now and i was to put all my friends on a piece of paper they would almost all have been met through From, work yeah absolutely so yeah we met through work we met through work so met my wife through work yeah and then you're yeah you're gonna so you're gonna meet people automatically from a job um maybe you pick a job that you think is fun so that you'll meet fun people that would be I think Dude, that even I mean, killing two birds with one stone. You should probably work at the Chipotle next to us because everyone's having so much fun that you can't even order there. It seems like a real fun place to work. <laughs> yeah, they're all really distracted. Um, so then the second one is like, should I just settle for any girl that comes my way, or should I keep looking for the one, even if it takes an eternity? I mean, don't worry about it. Like, don't be actively looking for the one. Like, is this no, the no, one? No. But also, don't settle. Yeah, don't you don't need to. So don't you don't need to like get in a relationship. Yeah, go totally. Through, go to things with the intent of having fun and yeah. have as much of it as you can. And have like an active curiosity. Like you're in such a cool like learning growth phase right Guys, now. Guys, girls, whatever. <laughs> no. I Is mean, that what you're saying? No, yeah, I, I hear mean, you. I hear you. Well, that too. I'm not going to judge that. Like go for it if that's your if that's your cup of tea, but I'm I'm saying like with the job, just be like it's your first job. Cool. Like, what's what's this about? What's this job thing about? It's be fun. Curious. Like, be, be yeah. curious. Be curious. Yeah, and then when curious. you're when you're talking to people, like, don't be looking at them like, well, you're not the one, so you're not worth my time. Exactly. Like, just talk to people. Like, just have conversations. Don't worry about that so much. And like, if it happens to be the one, you'll feel it, or you'll start to feel it. You don't have to feel like you got to settle with someone. Definitely not. But just have conversations. Like, it's okay. It's okay to just have conversations. Conversations are very chill, and the Ice Man very much believes that. Cool. 
Cool. I like it. I like All right. It. I like it. Next. No new friends. Help. This is long, but please bear with the details. Okay. Buckling in. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to read fast. When I moved to New York City, the first friend I had made here was interning for the summer. She attended college out of town and after graduation moved out of state. When she came back to visit one time, we went out for drinks and it got late. I offered for her to stay at my place so she would have so she wouldn't have to track home alone. She stayed at her stepmom's in Upper East, East Side and we were in Brooklyn. I lived with my boyfriend and he was out with us too. He was fine with her staying over as well. We have a studio-sized place with one full-size bed and one couch. When we arrived to the apartment, she plopped down onto the bed, spread her arms and legs in a snow angel motion, and said how comfy it was. Ooh. We were going to stay up and watch a scary new show that just came out on Netflix. She expected us all to sit in the bed and watch. I sat between them at first, but I got uncomfortable, so I got up to sit on the couch directly behind us, which left them both laying in bed together. Ooh. She eventually fell asleep in the bed and I on the couch. When I re-awoke, reawoke less than an hour later, I found her awoke having a quiet conversation with my boyfriend, which gave me extreme anxiety of what they were up to. They slept through the next. They slept through the night next to each other on the bed, and I stayed up all night watching them from the couch, making sure nothing would happen. When she left in the morning, I gave a less than affectionate goodbye. I fought with my boyfriend over how he should have been taking the position of the couch instead of, of instead of me even though nothing had happened i tell my boyfriend he can't talk to her without me knowing going forward i decided we can't be friends with her anymore considering we have different boundaries and values weeks later i find messages between them about keeping a secret from me what a shock of course the first thing i assume is they are cheating and i go full crazy mode demanding he confess what the relationship is in my mind i'm connecting that the night they slept together was planned he tells me there's nothing between them and, he, and that she had reached out to him because my last goodbye seemed off he told her what i was upset about and uh, not to tell me that he told her because he talked to her without telling me. This is confusing. But he was hoping to salvage the, her friendship with me. So he's like trying to be the middleman. I see. Um, he doesn't contact me at all, for, or she doesn't contact me at all for months, knowing I'm really upset. Then eventually I received a long text, but not including a sincere apology. I did not respond to her and still haven't. We knew each other for about a year before this, and since she didn't live in the city, we didn't see each other a whole lot. This was almost a year ago, and thinking about this makes my blood boil. What are your thoughts? Am I a bad friend, or did I make the right choice to cut someone from my life? Did I overreact over something small? Am I old-fashioned and a pushover who deserved it for not speaking up? From No New Friends. I don't think that she overreacted. Like, per like to as far as in the moment, like the next day, to be like, yo, dude, what was with like laying next to this chick all night? That's weird. Uh, what's weird? Uh, uh, it, it's uh, weird that he that laid he next that. to her. Yeah, yeah totally. That's okay. weird. Here's what I would say. I think your feelings are valid. Yes. I think the way you communicate it, Kated it, maybe needs a little work. Like you don't need to cut her off because of this. I, I think that that's maybe I mean, where maybe, you overstep, maybe, but maybe, maybe not. Maybe she does, but she should have a conversation. Yes. Is what I think. Like, I don't know your style of friendship, um, but for me, if I have a problem with somebody, I want to tell them right away. Yeah. And like, then you work it out and that's how you build a relationship. Then you know boundaries. You can't say we have different boundaries if you never had a conversation setting boundaries. Exactly. So I think the communication is a huge thing in any relationship, whether it be friendship or uh, your romantic relationship. Obviously, you communicated to your boyfriend that you were very upset with that. I think that's valid. I think especially if they were up talking, he should have woken you up and been like, hey, honey, get in bed. You know, I'll take the couch like you're going to. Your neck's going to hurt or whatever. I definitely think that. I think it's, I mean, it, for me, I think it would be inappropriate for Steve to sleep in bed with uh, my friend that he just met um, in our studio apartment. Not that they're going to do anything, but just like, why would you leave me on the couch? That's fucked up. It's like, that's like, and you're sleeping with my. But the way, but here's the thing, though. Uh, like Nikki said, like, if you talk to somebody about it, 
like and just let them know why you were upset. That was weird because you sat there all night and watched them and didn't say anything in the moment. And I think that right now you're even hearing Nikki just now. You're like, yeah, but why would I try to reconcile with a shit person who would even do that to begin with, right? Like that kind of yeah. thinking. But the 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 idea is, if you do want to salvage a friendship, and maybe you don't, but but just being like, yo, this is why that was not chill. Yeah, but she doesn't even yeah. the friend doesn't even know what she did wrong right exactly. now. Exactly. Exactly. Doesn't so. know what behavior to correct. Right. So it's hard. It's going to be hard to do long term friendships or long term relationships when you're when you don't have that communication aspect because it doesn't. But then apparently the boyfriend did reach out and say what happened. Right. No, but but behind her back. Right. No, I know. But then she does know what's going on now. Right. But not from the friend. Not from the friend. Yeah. Not the two friends need to talk. Right. It can't be a middleman because that even made it more secretive. It made it, it heightened her paranoia yeah. already. Um, I also think that yeah, I would. You went full blown crazy mode thinking they he cheated. I would yeah, I would have a discussion about that first before yeah. like jumping to conclusions. Um, I don't think it's said in here that he did cheat, right? He didn't cheat, or no. at least you don't. She doesn't Not know. That she's aware. Of. She, yeah, it's just about. Um, it's just about the the way that things ended. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I don't think your feelings are invalid. They might really be valid, but you don't have any any basis right now to those. Well, also, I, I think I, I disagree with him trying to reach out to her to smooth things over. Yeah, because uh, you have to be on your person's team. Like your person, your person is your person, and you have to have their back. Yeah, and I feel like reaching out behind their back after you're like, hey, I don't want to talk to this person with anymore. someone that they have a bad relationship. Yeah, with now. I don't know if that's that's not on the up and up to me. That's and also, of... how good of friends are you with this person anyway? Because you say that um, you you only knew her for a year. She didn't live in the city, so you didn't see each other a whole lot. So I, yeah. I don't know how much it's worth salvaging when it wasn't really a close friendship to begin with. Right. Um, I also think that she, uh, I can see things from her perspectives that since you guys weren't close friends, maybe she didn't know it was okay or, and not. That's why that totally. conversation needed to happen. Um, but I don't think you have that much to worry about. No, I don't think you're a bad friend. I don't think you're a good friend or a bad friend. I don't like, even think you necessarily overreacted. I think yeah. that you're just like, yo, that shit was weird. Like, why do we need to talk to this person anymore? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that that's fine. Yeah. Maybe some benefit of the doubt could have been given in the beginning, but now that that's already happened, like, it's... But it's always helpful. I know you're maybe not a confrontational person, but but it's always helpful to let someone know what they did. Mm-hmm. That, that just so things aren't weird. Like, if you see them out and about or whatever. Yeah. At least they know where you stand. Right. I always feel like that's so much better for both of you because then no one's holding on to a toxic. Like, you're saying it makes your blood boil to think about. It's because you're still holding on to yeah. that. You never get to release the vow. Yeah, exactly. There was no closure for either party. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah, don't worry about it. Going Moving forward with future friendships, I think just really open that communication door up. And speaking of closure, we are halfway to closing time ourselves over here. We're about to be no, please don't do that. We are about to take a break, and we will not be playing playing, uh, Green Day during the break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out a huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Bly. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> and we are back. Thank you for listening to whoever that awesome, cool sponsor was. It definitely wasn't Green Day. Definitely yeah. wasn't Green Day. It was maybe some Because of my rule. Okay. So how to move on and move forward. Wait. Yes. Okay. Hi, guys. I've been a fan of you two since I saw you two as guests on JK News videos. What stood out to me the most was how patient and understanding you had for, or how much patience and understanding you had for each other, even when there are things you disagree on. I'm a huge fan. I hope I get to experience a love similar to yours one day. Oh, thank you. Thank you, but I'm far more patient than Nikki. Thank you. I don't, I don't know about that. I'm far more, far more. This present day, though, I have recently gotten out of a relationship. Quick backstory, I got into my most recent relationship after just six months breaking up with someone in a two-year relationship. There was obviously lots of insecurity on the new boyfriend's mind, and I never knew how to assure him. That was one problem. Do you think it was selfish of me to move onward to this new relationship without giving myself enough time after the breakup? But how much time is enough time in between relationships? Is it all a myth? Our relationship was great in the meanwhile. It fell apart only six months or after six months together due to how different our perspectives were. We felt like we would eventually get tired of explaining ourselves to each other, that we wouldn't be able to provide each other complete happiness because of this. I would try to fight to keep the relationship that I would put enough effort and wouldn't get tired. Do you think I was just fooling myself? Also, why is it that girls are usually the ones begging for their guys back? Anyway, I've grown the most in this relationship compared to my previous ones and I feel it's because I truly had love for this guy we had stimulating conversations and shared the same humor he made doing chores fun but made sure he took me out on fancy dates once in a while I thought he was the one in such a short amount of time but for it to only fall apart in the end just hurts I don't think going back and begging is the right thing to do especially if he's made a firm decision to move forward for both our sakes as well we tried to remain friends after the initial breakup and that just confused the hell out of me it ended up being friends with benefits and I knew I was holding on to the concept of getting back together when I shouldn't have been. So recently I stepped up and told him we really shouldn't be friends right now to give each other true and ample healing time. He agreed with no reservations, which hurt a little bit more. So I'm really trying to focus on myself. What advice can you give to someone who's really wanting to move on and move forward? We still have enough. We still have to see each other around the church and I don't want it to be awkward or have things blurred again in my eyes how do i thrive living this single life i now have when i haven't been single for a long period of time for so long in need of all the help i can get although i understand if you won't be able to get to all these questions thanks and i look forward to hearing more on the podcast i know my email basically has my name but i'd like to stay anonymous so please do that okay. i wouldn't be so scared of being single yeah i think that you're it's okay to be single and and we should say that more you know we should put it on t-shirts and stuff and we should all feel good about being single sometimes yeah, I got and she got into the relationship after just six months breaking up with someone in a two year relationship. That's not a short amount of time. No, you're me. fine. Six months is yeah. And I and do I think it's a myth that there's a certain amount of time that's enough time? Um, I don't necessarily think it's a myth. It's I a think person it's to person how, thing. exactly. It's however you're feeling inside. For some people, the relationship was dead long before the relationship after uh, actually ended. Mm-hmm. 
in some people's and, cases and, some and people, they didn't need as much time like our between. dear like our dear friends Joe and Jess who just broke up recently some people they learned so much from each other that they're still processing all of that right. so they can't be in new it's things it's really not good for them to be in a new right. relationship and that's just a and that's just where they're at right now because of all this new information yeah so it's it's a good thing for them not to be in something but then you know when i got out of my out of a relationship I was in and I got with Nikki very quickly it was perfect because I already knew what I wanted that's what I was referring to where the relationship has been dead for a while before it actually ended that is correct thank you yeah yeah so it's it's just like a case-by-case basis um I in particular was not ready at all for any sort of intimacy or emotions after my previous relationship I needed at least um Six months. Well, it was like there wasn't a set time for me. I wasn't like at exactly six months I'll be ready to date again. Of course it not. was just an internal thing where I was like the thought of dating someone new right now makes me want to literally throw up. And then I remember a specific day. I remember this very specific day. I had a dream that I kissed a guy and it felt really good. Like a, one of those passionate kisses where I'm like, this is tender. It's like intimate, like, you know? I get it. And that kind of thing where, um, that I was missing before that or made me throw up before where I was like, I'm not ready for that. Mm. So I had that dream and it was a random guy. It wasn't like a real person in life. Okay. Um, this is a, no, I'm, I'm this just is a, a point. I'm just I know, but okay. Um, so, so for me feeling that way was like, oh, I'm actually ready. That was really nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually ready to like have that in my life again. And then that's when I became open and looking around and being like, ooh, like what do I want in my next relationship? But it was a very internal thing. It wasn't based off of a certain amount of time. You only knew when you knew. Yeah. Yeah. When, because guys had tried, uh, ca- guys I was trying to casually date, like where I was like, I just want to hook up. I don't want to date. When they tried to kiss me intimately, it honestly made me want to vomit. Yeah. Like I wanted to fucking throw up in my mouth. Um. When, they, when we were just making out, like, bah, it's like, whatever. But, like, if they try to tenderly kiss me, it's ooh. like, ooh, no, I'm not. I yeah. don't, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. And that's just something I maybe you need to be in tune with with yourself. But um, I, I think that that's just to answer that question. Because a lot of people had those questions, like, was it too soon to start dating? I don't know. Is it? Mm-hmm. Do you, What do you feel inside? Right. right. If you're just trying to date someone to feel uh, not alone, then yeah. Or if you're trying soon. not to date someone because you're afraid of what everyone's going to think. Yeah. That's weak too. Yeah. Just so you know. Totally. So what what about this guy? I like him. He's a good guy. <laughs> what? I, I forgot. I don't know. You forgot? But I like I like him. I think that counts for something. No, you don't. This guy just straight up doesn't oh, want to be with her. I'm talking about the the okay, I was talking about the author. The author like, is not a guy. I like the I like the chick a lot. All right. Just wanted to be on the record. So yeah, he this person that you're trying to date really doesn't care about being together. Um, because when you said like, "Hey, I think we can't even be friends," he's like, "Chill, cool, 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 cool. Don't care." Yeah, exactly. So yeah, there's your answer. How do I thrive living the single life I now have when I haven't been single for a long period of time for so long? Yeah, just be just find things that you're into. Yeah, it's okay. Independently, as a person, it's gonna be okay. You're gonna find somebody. Just the right timing, the right amount of time when you are feeling it. If you're not trying to push something or force something. Exactly. Just don't force anything. Okay. Hope that helps. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, 
Wow, another relationship advice. Super complicated problem is the title. Can't wait. Hi, Nikki and Steve. If you guys read this, I'd like to stay anonymous. Just want to say I love you guys and really look up to your relationship. Thank you. Thank you. I'll try and keep this relatively short, but warning, it's super complicated. So I'm about to be 23. I actually kind of like the complicated ones because like they got some juice in them. No, I know. I always fear though. I always fear the um the uh, the length. Yes, the tomes. So I'm about to be 23, and my husband is almost 28 husbands okay nice we've been together since i was 18 i know i'm super young but the main reason we got married was so i can get a green card i've lived in the u.s since i was a little i've lived in the u.s since i was little but my mom really fucked up by not applying for my green card always saying that we didn't have the money or the resources for it or the d or for the daca so after you turn 21 the only way is through marriage my boyfriend and I, or my boyfriend at the time, now husband, said he'd marry me to help me get my green card. So boom, we're married. Classic. That aside, the deeper problem is that I'm treating this like a real marriage because we're still in a monogamous relationship and we love each other. But for him, this makes him feel like he's just losing his freedom. I understand that both of us would not be married this young if the circumstances were different, but we're still together for a reason. However, he's voiced that he didn't expect to be married married at this age. Well, he married you. What the hell is he talking about? Okay, well, let's get there. Uh, The surface level issue is that we're not talking right now because of his lack of communication and also because of that deeper problem. We live together but still haven't spoken to each other about something that happened last week that he clearly knew made me upset. I tend to want to keep the peace and harmony in the relationship, so I'm always the one to try and fix things between us. But this time I was fed up, so I'm waiting for him to say something. In my eyes, it seems like he doesn't care or want to put any effort into our relationship anymore. So if I stop caring about us, this happens. We don't talk for a whole week. At this point, I think it's finally registering that he just wants to sleep around. He's told me before, but I always thought he would change. But after almost five years of being together and going through so much stress, heartbreak, etc., I don't think he will. I don't think he will change, basically. Um, The other problem is that we have to stay and live together for my green card. I really don't want to fake our relationship since I, I do still love him. But if we break up, it'll be hard for me to get over him if we still need to communicate about the green card stuff slash pretend like we're happily married. Any advice would be appreciated. I just feel kind of stuck. Thanks for reading. You are stuck. Yeah. That That's for sure. And he's stuck. Yeah. It's a... He, obvi- he cares about you enough to want to help you get the green card. But I'm, I think that might be the extent of it. Honestly, like he um, sounds like he's been been voicing that he wants to sleep around. So he probably does want to sleep around. And he also cares about you because he made that commitment to help you get the green card. And in his mind, he's like, I'm not a shitty person. So I'm going to help you get the green card. Right. I wonder what the window is because she's married to him now. I wonder mm-hmm. what, what the window is until she's a citizen. 90 Day Fiance style, one of my favorite shows ever. Uh, right. I don't know what the window is. Yeah. I haven't watched 90 Day in a couple. In a, in a couple. Um, they got- so I wonder if you can figure out, wh- well, I'm sure you know already, <laughs> but maybe it's one of those things where you just have to wait until you it's time mm-hmm. and then you can jettison the relationship. Yeah. I mean, but I would start trying to, I guess, detach now. Because, emotionally. Yeah. Emotionally, because it seems very one-sided. That you're in love with him, he's not in love with you. Maybe he loves you or has love for you, but Clearly. I don't think he's in love with you anymore, and that sucks. And I, that's just a speculation from based off the information you've told me. Maybe it's not true. Maybe he's in love with you still, but it sounds like he's not. You're maybe not be his favesies. Yeah, and maybe he, could, he sleeps around, and then he's like, "Oh, I didn't realize what I had," and then he, you know, falls in love with you then. But that's right kind of noble. Now, <laughs> right. Yeah. But right now, this time at this time, 
I don't think he is in love with you. I think you accurately described your situation as stuck, and I think it's time to emotionally detach. Yeah. Decouple, if you yeah, will. Yeah, decouple. But then you, she has to continue pretending she's in a happy re- a marriage. In order I don't think to you have to be a happy marriage. I, I think, think you just have to be married. Don't they audit you? Oh, I don't know. The audit just make sure that like you're. They don't have that on ninety days. Still like um, like living together and all that stuff. I don't really know how that whole system works, so I would have to know. I don't know. You might want to get a ninety day fiance attorney. Yeah, get a ninety day fiance attorney and uh, see what your options are. I know it's really hard for you um, that that you love him and he doesn't love you back. uh, But I yeah, I think go through that heartbreak right now, Um, and maybe have that conversation with him too to just to get some closure, like. Where, how should we proceed with this? You know, right. I feel like you don't love me or you're not in love with me right now. Is that true? And then he can answer and then be like, What do you want to do from here? Because obviously, I still need the screen card thing situated and I need to get my heart in the right place. Right. I don't want to keep treating this like it's a real marriage or that I should be emotionally invested when it's not. Couldn't have said it better myself. I don't think you could have. I really honestly couldn't have. Unless the uh, Iceman got stumped. No, the Iceman is is down with what you're saying. Okay. And I couldn't have said it better unless perhaps I had a transcript of what you said and I just read it. Here's a good one. Well, this is, I don't know if it's good, but it's short. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right. Crush is crushing my self-esteem. Help. Hey, Nikki. Also, Steve. Huge fan of the podcast. I'm a 17-year-old Asian girl, and I've had a huge crush on this white boy for around 10 months now. Nice. I found out a couple months ago that he liked my friend, who is also Asian. She doesn't like him back. And since then, I have tried to get over him because I'm pretty sure he isn't into me. We aren't friends, but I have two classes with him. Um, Oh, you're not friends. Okay. Anyway, to the point... My self-esteem has been horse shit since I found out he doesn't like me. I have wondered if maybe I'm just not attractive or that my personality is just a turn off. I find myself comparing myself to my friend who is a very pretty and social Asian girl. Well, I feel like a oh, well, I feel like a greasy and ugly Asian girl. It doesn't help that this dude has yellow fever and is not into me, a yellow chick. How do I not take this rejection so personally? I have never been in a relationship before and I can't help but just feel undesirable. I'd like to be kept anonymous. Love you. Hey, love you too. Thanks love for listening. You back. So, okay. I hate making this so much about race. Um, so, because she says he has yellow fever, that may be true, but like maybe, he likes Asian chicks, r- right? Just for those listening who don't know what that. Yeah, is. yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, but uh, like he's a white guy that likes Asian chicks. Yeah. But you've had a crush on him for ten months, almost a year. Um, okay, I'm trying to just get all the facts together. Because I'd like to get benefit of the doubt that maybe it's not just like he's attracted to all Asian girls except for me. Right, exactly. So I'm ugly or I'm the one ugly Asian girl that he doesn't like. Exactly. Uh, Because I feel like that's, I don't know. It's not working in your favor. Here's the thing. I've dated mostly white guys, right? Like, I I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say I have white fever. That just happened to be who I fell in love with based on their personalities. You know, like. I'm attracted to a sense of humor and deep conversation. And at the time I was around what happened to be white guys that filled that. Um, Have I had a crush on other races? Absolutely. But did it ever evolve into a relationship? No, it didn't. But you can't say from that that like I only like white guys. You know, like I I don't know. I just I just try to take race out of it as much as I can. And I have Mexican fever and I got tricked, but it worked (laughs) out for me. 
You thought I was Mexican. I thought you were Mexican for sure. I did make you some enchiladas to shut your face up. Yes, so you did. They, and they were very good. You're welcome. But I'm just saying, um, yeah, Nikki's right. It, it, I don't know if this is that he likes all Asian chicks except for you. Yeah, so let's just take that out of the equation just to give benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So, because um, I think you're and, comparing yourself a lot based on that. And you also are only looking at this guy and you're like kind of uh, obsessed with this guy, like this one guy. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's just this guy that you have as an option, just so you know. Uh, it's it's hard to think yeah. of that when you're infatuated with somebody. You also said that he's not your friend. So I don't know if he's had a valid shot at getting to know who you are before right. making a judgment. You know, like um, I would say like there are guys that I didn't give a second look to because we weren't friends yet and I didn't they didn't say anything interesting yet so same if i don't it? think a chick's interesting i don't even care yeah so i don't they know they could be hot and everything you think that that i would like or whatever but if they're not interesting it's uh, it's off so there's not a lot of context here because have you started conversations and they didn't go anywhere or have you made him laugh but he still wasn't interested or how like i don't how much have you talked to him did you just like admire him from afar and go oh he's not interested in me what that's crazy or did you go up to him and then no matter what he said you agreed with it and you're like yeah 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 me too me too me too yeah like that shit's boring too man you gotta have like i love a, i always loved a ball buster ball busters was my do shit you. you know what i'm saying never would have guessed but no but then i would date chicks who weren't ball busters and i was always like fucking snooze Bored. bro yeah. yeah it just sucks it's just not for, it wasn't for me right so are you trying to be somebody else around him that you think that he likes you know what i'm saying these are questions you have to I ask i think yourself. you're also looking at your friend and putting her on a pedestal being like well obviously she's the pretty one right. or whatever no one would ever like me and people can feel that like when exactly. you have low self-confidence like that people can feel that and so they might not even have thought that about you but then you're projecting that out there right that like oh i'm the ugly one i'm the ugly greasy one i'm the only asian girl you wouldn't date like that's you can feel that mm -hmm. Um, I could feel that if a guy is around me and he's like, of course you wouldn't like me. Like, you could feel that. Yeah. And then I don't like him. And maybe as an experiment, you could have your friend over for a sleepover and then cut all of her hair off in the night. Yeah, yeah. And then... You could slice her. Slice her hair off. And then, now, you'll actually be able to compete because you're like, well, let's see if he really, if he likes her now. What about now? Yeah, yeah. That's a good plan. Thank you. Plan B. That's plan B. Plan A is, I think, maybe just try to strike up a conversation, give him the benefit of the doubt. And plan C is you make a wig out of her hair, and so you're wearing her hair now. And her face. I wasn't going there. That's well, creepy. Um, I think I that's mean, creepy. Pull all the stops. You, How much do you like this guy? True. Some people are worth it. I would put wear a different person's face for you if you liked them better. Thank you. Would you put on a mask for me? Yeah. Of uh, a certain celebrity's face? Helen Mirren? How did you know? <laughs> All right. I suck at dating. Hi, Nikki and Steve. Can I please rename, remain anonymous if you read this? Yes. Okay. I'm a 23-year-old sure. female, and I've never really dated much before, but because I don't want to be alone forever, I decided to try out a dating app. Within 20 minutes of being on an app, I matched with a guy, and we started talking. Pretty much right away, he asked me out, and although I felt it was a bit soon since we had only just started talking, I said yes. We've been on about five dates now, but I'm not sure if I really feel anything romantic for him. There's nothing really wrong with him. He's kind, polite, funny, gives me compliments, and seems to enjoy spending time with me. I've tried and tried to convince myself that he's great and that I'm lucky I managed to find a good one so quickly, but I just don't feel super attracted to him. I genuinely do think he's a great guy and that he'd be great for someone. I'm just not sure that person is me. To be honest, I've 
always been super reserved and shy and it could be it could take me a while before I really feel comfortable with someone and so I'm concerned that maybe it's just me that's the problem and I'm not giving it enough of the chance I've been trying to see if feelings will develop over time but I find myself not really looking forward to dates with him even though we've always had a fun time together and that just makes me feel like such a complete jerk I've told him I'm reserved and need to take things slowly and he says he's okay with that and willing to move at my pace and everything but he then he's also said that he's the kind of he's kind of the opposite and in the past he's always tended to take things really quickly I had already asked about making things or he had already asked about making things exclusive and not dating other people by our third date and has been super insistent that I meet all his friends and always seems to want to be doing things together even on days we're both busy. So I feel like although he says he understands me, I'm not sure he really does. I'm I'm getting the sense from him that he's maybe a few steps ahead of where I am as far as us dating Clearly. goes. And I feel guilty for not being super upfront with him about how I'm feeling. You're not that into yeah. him. He's told me that he's looking for something serious and long-term. I am too, just not sure if he's the one. Clearly. So I'm torn between feeling like I'm wasting both our time by waiting to see if I'll develop feelings and not wanting to cut things off too early. Um, I do want to give things a chance, but maybe I'm just prolonging the inevitable. So I guess my question is, how long should I wait to see if things develop? Or does it sound like I need to give up and let him find someone more willing to go at his pace? Also, I'm sorry if this is really long. I just have a lot of feelings. (laughs) LOL. Love you both. I really look up to the two of you a lot and thank you for everything you do. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, Listen. You don't like him. It's, uh, it's over. Yeah, night and day. Five dates. No. You gave this guy five shots. Yeah. You don't and have you're not to, into it. Don't ever try to convince yourself to like someone. Don't force it. Yeah. Something like that, you should be excited to go on a date with this guy. Like, yeah. if they're the one and someone that you're even considering for a long-term serious relationship, you should be excited to go on dates with them. You traveled all the way to the state of Washington, D.C., and you went to Portland, and you tried what you had read about for months, and they call it avocado ice cream. And you walked up, and you're excited, and you tried avocado ice cream, and you're like, I don't, oh, I don't like it. And then you're like, wait, I'm gonna try it again. And then you don't like it. And then you're like, no, you know what? I'm gonna try it again. And you did that three more times. Mm-hmm. It's time to admit you don't like avocado ice cream. I fucking love avocado ice cream. But, I so, think it's preposterous. So can you just free it up for someone like me to love avocado ice cream? I find it preposterous so Nikki can have all the avocado ice cream she wants. Yeah, see? see, and He didn't leave lead avocado ice cream on. No, exactly. You got to let avocado ice cream go. Yeah. So the avocado ice cream can find a mouth yeah. that appreciates it. Yeah. And you can't just look at it and be like, well, everyone else likes avocado ice cream. Everyone I know says these are the qualities yep. of ice cream that I should yep. like. It's cold. It's avocado. It's, it's got cold. A color. It's green. And... It's delicious. Well, I agree with all those other things, but I don't find it delicious. Well, guess what? It's not for you then. It's not for you. It could be the texture. Yeah. It could be the way that it looks green, but it doesn't taste minty at all, which is absurd. Yeah. Maybe you are much more excited for a rocky road, but you just haven't met a rocky road yet. I also don't believe in placeholders. So when when you have a placeholder, because you're like, well, this guy's pretty good, but- Wait, guy, I thought we were talking about ice cream. Oh. Well, this ice cream's pretty good, okay. but I'm, I'm kind of still waiting for the other one. But this ice cream wants me to only eat this ice cream. All right. See, see what I'm saying? Like now, you're closing yourself off for like potential excitement of other flavors. You can go into the freezer section and check out all these different ice creams, but right now you're just going. I'm gonna keep trying this avocado ice cream. <laughs> yeah. That hasn't been working out. And that's sad for both of you. Right. Yeah. Who wants ice cream now? Can I go back to people? <laughs> no. Aw. Ice cream references from here. We got seven more minutes. Because it's hard for me to keep putting it in this analogy form. Well, you're just going to have to deal with it, okay? Oh, man. The Iceman has spoken. 
Let that avocado ice cream go. Thank you. <laughs> also, on a dating app, you're on a dating app. This is the first one. This is the first guy that uh, popped up. Like, yeah, give yourself a chance. Yes. Um, and that's, After 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Don't blame yourself for things not being there. They're, they're different breathe, things okay? to say other people. Yeah. Jesus. You could find a guy that's nice in everything for Christ's sake and also fucking you're excited to be with. Like, there's there's a thing called chemistry. Yes. And if chemistry is missing, it just doesn't matter about anything else. A lot it of people, really fucking doesn't matter. You can really tell date one. Yeah. Okay. If you're going to have chemistry right now. Also, you know all those people that are in shitty relationships and they're like, why can't I stop being with this person? It's because they have chemistry and nothing else. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You need both. You know, you need the chemistry and you need all the like... You guys are good in relationships yeah. and blah, blah, blah. For a relationship. If you just want to have fun, chemistry, yeah. necessary component. Yes, only component necessary. So this guy, no chemistry, bye-bye. See you later. Adios. Yep. Um, I don't know any other languages to say goodbye in. So that's Ciao. it. Aloha. Oh, right. I forgot. That's it. Uh, any final thoughts? Arrivederci. No, that's not your final thought. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I guess my final thought is... Everyone that listens to our show either overthinks things mm-hmm. or they don't um they don't understand they don't understand when they are in a in a situation where it's like, "Hey, I'm good. I'm actually good." Yeah. So it's it, polar opposites, either one or yeah. the other. Yeah. Like you're overthinking it or you're or you're just you're 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 look you're looking at your life and going like, "Is this enough?" I think that's still overthinking it. Am though, I good? I guess that's true. Just stop overthinking out there, okay? I find think an so. ice eat eat ice cream and find the one that you like. Exactly. Yeah, that's what so I. That's did. my final thought. Eat all the ice cream, mm-hmm. and I do mean all in public restrooms. Eat that ice cream. It. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's my final thought. Thanks. Thank you so much for submitting questions. I don't know why my. My mouth is an idiot today. It keeps like not saying words. I think your mouth looks great. Thank you. It's a, eating a lot of ice cream. That's gonna. It's about to. Yeah. Uh, if you have a question, always email us podcast at nikki.limo. If you keep them shorter, we'll probably read them. Yeah. No novels. <laughs> okay. Just some. Yeah. Just like a god. I would say a three paragraph max. Yeah, that would you be just so fit in, like, beautiful. Three paragraphs. That would be so helpful. Like I don't need to know every single date on the timeline of your. I don't need to know that you made a salad with Worcestershire sta- sauce or whatever. But I do appreciate your questions, and I we really do, we appreciate do, we do, lo- and we love you guys. We fucking we're trying to help love you. you. We're trying to help you. We want to help you. Help us help you. Exactly. Also, we're very much not experts. No, but Nikki's this had a lot of ice cream though, bananas. so that's always. I love me some ice cream. Can't go. help it. Always loved ice cream. God damn it. After puberty. Mm-hmm. That's true. I hated ice cream when I was a kid. Like real ice cream. Oh, we're talking about ice cream? Yeah, I really hated <laughs> oh, ice cream I when I was a kid. <laughs> I yeah, think... I eat ice cream in the bathroom all the time. Don't you know that? <laughs> I do know that, I've, but I thought we were talking about men again. Okay. All right, guys. We this thing, Thank you for listening to so They Don't Tell You, and we'll see you next time. Man. Please listen to a word from our sponsors. No. No, it's just over. It's done. 